Welcome back to the Marine Corps Movie Minute, where we discuss movies of the Marine Corps one minute at a time. Today we are discussing Minute 104. 104 begins with Gunny, Aponte, and Corporal Collins all posing like they're Charlie's Angels. And a minute ends with uh, Swede doing, I'm, I'm up, he sees me, I'm down, and firing <laughs> that M60. Hey, I'm Brian, and uh, today I got my boy Perry here with me. Hi, everybody. Hey, man. How's it going? Good, good. Still in North Carolina with the visit. Yeah, man. It's a long visit, man. I'm glad you could still stay here. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> we, we ended the minute with Collins halting the, the platoon, basically, and now he's giving some hand signals, calling everybody around. Gunny kind of sees uh, you know, what's going on. So basically, they came to a path, and there's a bridge. At that bridge is basically, they got some, what, uh, what would you say, um, uh, sandbags, you know, like a, a fighting yeah, position, basically. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah kind, of, kind of an impromptu fighting position. Well, actually, for as no longer as they're supposed to have been there, they got a pretty good job of setting up a little a little position there, like a little firing pit, a you know, gunner's nest. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, thank you, because they got a machine gun there, it looks like. And then a couple, you know, a couple Cubans come running, you know, because these guys are in the same uniform as the, the, the men that Gunny killed last minute. Yep. So they come, a bunch of them, actually. First, you only see two. But then you see a bunch of them come running across the bridge, basically. They're protecting that bridge, you know, probably yeah. trying to keep anybody from coming on in, you know. But, but Recon, they're, they're, um, they improvise and they adapt to overcome this minute. They, they, they come up with a plan to, to get across this bridge, as, as we'll uh, yeah, soon pretty, see. pretty fascinating plan, too. I mean, it's a movie plan, obviously, but still, Gunny's a guy quick on his feet. <laughs> well, you say that, but this is taken from real life. Oh, was it? Yeah, this is uh, a friend of mine used to joke that this movie Stolen Valor. That so what we're what we're setting up here really? is as these guys, you know, as the Cubans are coming. Actually, before we get there, I just wanted to point this out. We see Recon sneaking up on the Cubans. Yeah. They don't know anybody's there yet. I and and of course this this is not in the subtitles. I just hear it in the background with. I think one of the guys says, hey, Pendejo. Well, <laughs> <laughs> and they say something else to each other. They're really talking shit to each other. It, it, it is, as soldiers are apt to do. Right, yeah. So it doesn't <laughs> matter what army you're in. You're going to talk shit to your buddies. <laughs> All right, so this is what happens in the, in the movie. So they see the guys there. You know, they, they basically start, they, they start taking fire. Stitch comes up, says, hey, we forgot the beer and the hot dogs. I'll go back to New York and get them. Yeah. <laughs> Gunny and also not, you know, quick on his feet says, you run your engines as good as your mouth. Jones says, Jones is the name. Hot wire is the game. He goes, forget it. Go with him. So basically, so what this is setting up is we get a shot of a bulldozer sitting there on the road, right? Randomly. Randomly. You're right. It is randomly there. It is a random bulldozer. They just happen to be there. Stitch runs over, take, you know, they're shooting at his feet. He gets into the, into the cab. Forget he does ride on along the side on the outside with him. They start, he hot wires it up, they start it up. They're going to use it as protection. Yeah, field expedient light armor. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It, it's going to, it's basically a, a tank and, and protection for the troops. This happened in real life. You got to be kidding me. No, no, no. So basically this happened with army rangers. I, I, I was starting to set this up that my, my friend of mine who was attached to the, a ranger unit joked about how this movie is a bunch of stolen valor. This did happen, It was, but it was the rangers that did it. So... I'll just, this is, I went to the wearethemighty.com, it's a great website. That time, Rangers stole a bulldozer for an assault vehicle. And it says, when Rangers were taking Point Salinas on Grenada during Operation Urgent Fury, they faced greater opposition than they expected. Luckily, the enemy had abandoned bulldozers on the airfield in order to hamper the Rangers. So the Rangers just stole them and used them as assault vehicles. 
That is dope. <laughs> that is so cool. Okay. All right. Well, they're a product of the 80s, so, I mean, that <laughs> QA team music. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's exactly. The only thing is they didn't get locked in a building with them first before and with blow torches, you know, yeah. so they could have you know, done something about <laughs> Yeah, it says something about, you know, they were, it was, they were at the uh, airfield and they were attacking the airfield, uh, but it was being expanded by Cuban engineers. And I think we've kind of hinted at or talked about that a little bit before. It was like 650 engineers but it turns out they were heavily armed and they were cuban regulars i guess when the rangers began to fight the engineers the rangers hot wire bulldozers and then used them as assault vehicles it is pretty fascinating just one of those real life is stranger than fiction type things yeah man because i i would have i would have never believed that this would have, i would have been more i would have been more likely to believe that somebody would have seen this movie and then been in a situation and been like oh look i have an idea I'm going to copy that thing that I saw in that movie one time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, because it said something about, yeah, um, over a Cuban hundred soldiers and 150 other defenders surrendered uh, to the Rangers. But basically what, what had happened is in, in advance of this invasion, Castro had sent some Cubans there to help fortify. So that's what they were actually doing. I think previously it had been built as a legitimate airfield, right. but then they were fortifying it to for in, ahead of the invasion. So uh, basically they had... Uh, they were actually taking a lot of heavy fire, more than they expected. But they didn't also didn't want to risk any casualties if they didn't have to. So they said they spotted several banded bulldozers on the airstrip, and some of them knew how to hotwire the simple machines. So they did. They did so. This is what it says right here. The Ranger fire teams advanced using the bulldozers for cover, firing on the defenders as they found them. I mean, that's pretty good. That is that's pretty rad. Yeah, it's about 100 Cuban soldiers uh, basically um, surrendered, and they captured the airfield. So I wonder if the army created a field manual for how to hotwire vehicles, and because I mean, it seems like that would have been a pretty neat skill to have. Like it's proven to be, have been effective at one point in time. Yeah, that would totally be. I mean, honestly, yeah. I mean, even Captain America knew how to do that. If in the Winter Soldier, when he stole that car, Black Widow asked, uh, "Hey, how did you know this?" He goes, "Hey, we hotwired a lot of cars in Germany." Or what? Because when did you learn to hotwire a car? He said, "Not you know Germany, nineteen forty." So. Yeah, it's an army skill going way back. Yeah, going way, way, way back. Yeah, <laughs> we only had those, you know, crap, you know, the the old Humvees that, you know, so we just had to push a button and it started. Yeah, I was the asshole that went that sent looking for Humvee keys one time. I didn't know. <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. For some reason, I don't know if I found knew that ahead of time or something, so that one never fell for me. Yeah, I, I was. Yeah, yeah, I was. I was that asshole. <laughs> no, I just went around looking for a prick E6. So, yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, you got caught with the other one. <laughs> the worst one, I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> so while these guys are, are stealing this bulldozer, so, I mean, granted, in real life it happened a little different, but this was supposed to be an army movie, and it did happen in Grenada, so they're trying to take some true-to-life stuff. It's good for the action. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's cool. It's a cool moment, but you're right. Like, on screen, it is a one lone random bulldozer for no reason, so. <laughs> yeah, like, why? why? Yeah, it, it, is, it doesn't look like there's any construction going on around that bridge, nothing like that. No, it seems like something, too. You would probably, like, if it ran, which obviously it did, like, why wouldn't they just park it up closer to the bridge to, like, I would keep it closer to you, you just use it as cover or well, they did that because uh, then Gunny could hotwire it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, not Gunny Stitch. He would, but he sent Stitch yeah, to do Gunny it. Gunny could order it. It was because it was Gunny's idea. Well, he also ordered Swede, friend of the show, 
you know, he said, get up there on that M60. He's, he's like, yep. He, he, actually, he, uh, Pete talked to us about this particular scene when we asked him uh, when I, you know, I kind of was wondering if he was worried about ever getting injured, mm-hmm. uh, both in the pit fight and, and then this scene. And he, you know, he said, well, he wasn't worried, but he was definitely aware yeah. of how, uh, uh, of the, what, what do you say, like the, the potential for injury. Yeah. Yeah, because even in training, man, we get the hell beat out of us running around doing that stuff. Land on an M60 or, in our case, a 240 Golf. Yeah. Any of the weapons, you know, just you run in and throwing yourself down, land on a rock wrong. Yeah, and he's a big dude, too. I mean, granted, he was a football player. He's used to throwing himself around. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, I mean, you're, you got that extra weight. You got the pack. You got the boots. Yeah. You, you know, you got the, you know, the weapon. And, yeah, and you're just landing on rough terrain. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> anything can happen. The potential for fuck-up is high. <laughs> But yeah, but um, I mean, this is this movie. I mean, this minute is a firefight. It's it's and and some improvising and adapting and overcoming. Yeah, just left that damn bulldozer in the middle of the road, facing the right direction. How fortunate! It is fortunate that it was facing the correct direction as well. <laughs> and I like how Gunny's just sitting down. Like that's not a he, Gunny's sitting and returning fire. So there's three main positions. There's a standing, kneeling, and there's the prone. Right. You know, Sweet goes and gets in the prone position when he's die after doing his dive. Gunny's doing the, I've done this shit too many times. I'm just going to lazily <laughs> lean to the side <laughs> on my butt cheek and do some return fire. Yeah. He's probably more effective than everybody else there doing that even. So. Yeah. <laughs> but do you have anything else you want to cover this minute? No. No, there's, I mean, he's actually, I mean, it's been, there seems like there's more to, to kind of peel apart with the dramatic moments, even when there's not a whole lot of dialogue than there is the, like, yep, uh, good guys shoot, bad guys shoot back, good guys shoot more at bad guys, and scene. Yeah, I mean, there is there is some witty dialogue, and there is obviously some true-to-life stuff that happened here, but as far as, yeah, they're shooting, and they're shooting back. As far as we can tell, nobody gets killed in this minute, yeah. so it's not, even the high drama isn't there, you know. Yeah, they're just laying down a lot of cover fire, so they can move around. Yeah, that's exactly it, yeah, I mean, they... They're getting ready to advance. Well, um, if that's it, I mean, if that's it, we can just see if they do advance, advance to Friday, and yeah. find out if they if they can. I mean, they keep getting roadblocks literally along the way to this uh, college, so hopefully they get there soon. So um, yeah, we'll just ask everybody to come back on Friday. Hope Perry, hope we can hope we can spend a couple more nights here in North Carolina so that we can uh, uh, have you here yeah, for Friday. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I hope you run your engines better than you run your mouth for this podcast. No, not really. All right. <laughs> I run my mouth way better. Well, anyways, I forgot the beer and hot dog, so I'll be going to get those while you yeah. run your mouth. 